welcome back into the Jaycation Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Paul, and this is episode number one of season two. As we move into the new year, cruising is bigger and better than ever, but there are some things you need to be aware of um, because as we know with the nonsense virus stuff going on, um, there are things that are different, unfortunately, than they were before and things that you can do as you're preparing for your cruise to make it a much calmer event. So I've come up with a list to start off the year with 11 items that I think you can use to enhance your cruise experience and make it that much better for you in the long run. So without further ado, let's get to number one. Now, one thing you need to know, and you've probably heard this if you've been paying attention to cruises or you've been shopping around and deciding if you're ready or if it's the right time for your family to do so, is just never assume that anything's written in stone. Everything right now is in a fluctuation state. So, I mean, things like itineraries are changing all the time. We've seen that. I've had stuff with my clients that they've had to, you know, they booked maybe for certain itineraries and the cruise lines are shutting those itineraries off or changing uh, destinations um, just because of stuff going on all over the world. So that's something you guys need to be uh, aware of. Um, another thing, number two, um, and this is a big one for a lot of people. In fact, uh, recently had this on a group cruise that I'm running. Um, the final payment date is getting pushed back. So you need to stay aware of that. Or if you have a travel agent, they'll stay aware of that for you. But remember, you can always rebook your cruises and get the lower price as long as you haven't paid your final payment. Okay, so that's very important. And in the old days, you had to do final payment 90 days out. Um, but now it's getting sometimes as close as like 30 days. And it really just depends on your, your cruise and, and what the cruise line specific uh, cruise line you're using is doing. So pay attention to that and make sure you're paying your final payment. You can pay like as much as you want up to that, but you make sure your final payment is done um, right around the date it's supposed to be, like maybe a couple of days beforehand. So you don't miss that opportunity to rebook at a lower price. Now, along that same line, number three, you always want to book at this, especially during this time period, um, make sure you're booking refundable cruise fares. That goes with airlines, hotels, excursions, all that stuff. Make sure they're all refundable. Um, in the old days and now even too, with cruises, you can book non-refundable cruise fare and refundable. Now the non-refundable is going to be a little cheaper. That's the incentive. You book it, you save like two, 300 bucks or whatever. Um, but it is non-refundable, which means when you decide not to go because maybe this is too stressful for you or for your family, it's not the right time, you're just going to continue to get um, future cruise credits as opposed to actually getting your money back. And for some people, depending on how large your cruise is, that can be a big chunk of change that you're kind of leaving floating in the abyss until you're ready to do so, to go on that cruise. Now, obviously, I mean, the, 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 the pandemic has shown us that you need to have travel insurance. I think that's kind of a no-brainer nowadays. Um, I always said that before too. just get travel insurance because it covers the incidentals. But during this time uh, at number, like I said, number four, you really want to get uh, travel insurance. Now it's not that much extra money and it really gives you that peace of mind in case anything happens um, during your cruise. And that's something I would look into with your specific cruise line or with a third party vendor, if that's your choosing. Um, and also for number five, along with the uh, floating date of final payment, Keep an eye out on when the online check-in will be done, like when it opens up through the apps that you can use with these various vendors. Um, the online check-in check has always been, but now more importantly, is the way to go. Because if you want to um, get to the pier and get on the ship as soon as you can when you get there, you need to be doing the online checking and pay um, really big, uh, take, take a, let me start that over here. <laughs> pay really big attention to your check-in time 
back in the old days on cruise ships, um, you know, you could put down, you're going to be there at noon and show up at 10 o'clock and get on the ship. That's not the case anymore. Whatever time they assign you with, if they say one o'clock, um, they're not going to let you in before one o'clock anymore. Those days are over, at least for right now. Um, so if you get there at 10 o'clock and your check-in time's at one, you're going to be waiting in like potentially the Florida heat for five hours before you can get on the ship um, or whatever. So you don't want to be doing that. So make sure you're paying attention to your check-in time. Try to choose one that works with your, whether you're driving there, taking a flight there, that kind of stuff. But make sure you're not getting there too early and understand that if you do get there early, you're going to be waiting. Um, number six, watch the Cruise with Confidence program. This is like all the... Um, Royal Caribbean has one. They all, all these different agencies have this, but just make sure um, that you're aware of that and the time periods that it's, that it's working towards because nowadays most of the cruise lines are letting you cancel up to 48 hours before your cruise and you're getting back your money in the form of and that, that in that case, you've already paid your final payment, of course. Um, so you're getting it back in future cruise credit, but that can help you feel more confident as a buyer and knowing that um, you can, you know, you're not locked in. And if things change, or like I said, a itinerary changes, or some country you're going to has a huge outbreak or something like that, that you're worried about, um, you have that confidence to know that you'll be taken care of. Now, we kind of said this earlier, um, and I want to go over it again, uh, and not to self-plug myself, but obviously for number seven, use a travel agent. I can't say that, like stress that more. Um, it's just imperative right now because there's so much going on. There's so much changing. And most of you don't work in the travel agency. So you have your other jobs or your other occupations or you're doing stuff with your family, whatever. And you don't have time to keep abreast of all the different changes that are going on. Whereas your travel agent, that's their job. They're going to do that for you. So you have someone in the corner. Also, if for any reasons you have to contact the cruise line because you need something changed, you need da da da, whatever you need done, the travel agent is going to do that for you. And we all learned in the pandemic that that saves, can, saves you can, like up to eight hours on the phone sometimes. Because as a travel agent, we have um, different access points to get into these agencies to talk to them. Um, but during things like a pandemic, we have to wait in that queue, just like you would wait in your normal customer service queue that you would call. Um, and some of those lines are ridiculously long. So why not pay a travel agent you know, to do that for you. So that's getting done and you don't even have to worry about it. You just send them a text, you send them an email, tell them what you want done. And then that day it's taken care of for you and you didn't have to do anything else. Um, also number eight, one of the good things that came out of the pandemic so far is the mustard drills. Um, the mustard drills were kind of a pain in the butt, you know, if I might say it, uh, to be you know honest in the old days, you had to get on the ship and then right before you're getting excited to launch and, and start your cruise and it's going to pull off the pier. Um, you had to go this, like, I don't know, I'd say like a boring demonstration of stuff. You really don't pay attention half the time, um, depending on where you are on the ship, like where they divide you up on the ship to do it. You either have to do it in a crammed room interior, but at least you have AC, or you're out like, for instance, on an Oasis class ship or something on Royal Caribbean, you're out at the, the water park, the, um, uh, the water show area there in the back of the ship, and you're just sitting there in the, you know, Fort Lauderdale or Miami sun, just getting blazed on the entire time. Um, and, and it's just hot and it's like an hour and it's just, you know, a lot of people and it's kind of annoying. And then it kind of was a killjoy because you're excited to go on your ship, uh, go on your cruise, but then you have to go down there and take care of that. And then once you're done with that, you have to race back up to the top, uh, of the ship. A lot of people like to be on the top of the ship for, for send off there. And you have to race all the way back up there with the herd of people, um, and try to get your spot with you, uh, your loved ones and your family. So the e-muster drills they have now on most cruise lines is, a way that you can watch these videos that you would normally have to watch 
um, by the Coast Guard. You know, the Coast Guard makes you watch these in those places that we talked about before. But now you can watch them in your own stateroom, on your iPad, on your iPhone, wherever you want to watch them. And you can watch them, I believe, up to, depending on the cruise line, 24 hours in advance. So if you're staying, like I recommend, if you're going on a cruise, uh, stay the night before your cruise leaves in a hotel, you know, close to the pier. Um, because you'll that way you won't be tired the first day. So that's a great time that for that overnight, like let's say your cruise leaving on a Saturday. So Friday night, you're at your hotel room, all your family's there. They can all log in through the app. They can all sit and watch the video and then that's done. And then when you get on the ship, the only thing you have to do at any point from when you get on the ship. So if you get on the ship at 10 and it's leaving at four. So from any point before it leaves there, you just have to go to where it tells you to go someone scans your stuff on your, on your app there, verifying that you watched what you were supposed to watch, goes over any questions you have with the uh, life preservers that they'll have there and stuff like that, or any other questions you may have, and then you're clicked off and you're ready to go. And it took you, you know, five minutes to get that done as opposed to wasting a whole hour because you can go anytime you want to to any of those places um, before send-off. So that's a great thing to remember, and that's uh, number eight for you is the e-muster drill and make sure that you know that that's going to be a much better experience from now on moving forward. And that's great that they were really able, the cruise lines were really able to get that passed with the United States Coast Guard. Um, and Royal Caribbean was big on that. They got that done. They were actually working on that before the pandemic. Um, but once the pandemic came out, it was obviously a massive game changer. Now, number nine, um, and a lot of people kind of do this before the pandemic or after the pandemic, uh, but either way, look, if you have a passport, and you're going out of the United States, you need that passport to be, have more than six months left on it before expiration. Um, so pay attention to your passport when you book the cruise. Decide then, because you're probably going to book your cruise a year in advance or whatever it is. Um, that's the time to find your passport, first of all. Check out the expiration date. Make sure the departure date, the sale date, is not within six months of expiration. And if so, Make sure those people that are affected by that, you go ahead and, and put in your request to get your passport renewed and do it as early as possible. Because obviously, with, during the pandemic times, when it first started, it was a huge backup. It's still kind of backed up, but it's getting better. But you want to allow them as much time as possible. It takes the stress off you, um, and you don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. So that's why for, that comes in on number nine on my list, because it's something that you kind of had to do before. But now with the pandemic and there's more people... Um, dealing with these problems now, you need to make sure you're getting it done. And obviously the staffing at these places may be lowered because of COVID stuff. So take that in consideration, get it done as soon as you can. Now, another thing that affects families, uh, number 10, the like, for instance, the Royal Caribbean has the Adventure Ocean. Um, in the old days, you could go on a cruise, you could take your kids to Adventure Ocean and um, you could book them every night or every day or whatever and have those little periods of time where you can have your adult time as I call it, or you just time away from kids where they can have tons of fun. They're in an environment that they're going to love. They're going to be around other kids their age or their siblings or whatever. Um, and then you can enjoy your cruise in a, as an adult for a few hours uh, a day or whatever you have set up. And that's a wonderful thing. Now, during this time, um, during this time that we're going on now, a lot of these cruise lines are limiting the amount of time you can have your kids in Adventure Ocean. So they might guarantee that, you know, you can get one slot out of a seven night cruise, for instance. So one night a week out of that whole week, you have a guaranteed slot. And then maybe you could pick up a couple here or there um, if you get, keep going in and back and checking. But that's something to really take, you know, take note of, because if you're planning your cruise and you think it's going to be like the old days when you could take your kids, you know, around dinner time after right after early dinner all the way and drop them off, you know, till nine, 10 at night and you could go do adult stuff. Um, 
that's not going to be the case anymore because, you know, of this situation. So something to uh, prepare for or plan for when you're deciding on your uh, perfect next cruise. Also, uh, at-home tests. We know that a lot of these uh, cruise lines right now are all doing, like, you know, testing before you get there and it has to be within so many days and all this other stuff. Um, obviously, you can go to, like, all the various pharmacies and urgent cares and whatever, all these different places you can go to get your test done and you have to get the certain kind of test. But I'll tell you the easiest thing to do. Um, for instance, with Royal Caribbean, um, get the at-home test that they offer through the cruise line website. First off, you know that test is going to be accepted by the cruise line because they're, they're obviously having it listed on their site. Second of all, um, it's a proctored test, which means you're going to get it in the mail. And then whenever you're ready to do it within that window that you have, and like I said, if you're going to book a hotel the night before, that's a great time to do it because you can do it right there, right, you know, the night before. Um, but either way, you're going to do a proctor test, which means you're going to, they're going to watch you open the box. They're going to watch you do the swab. They're going to watch you do all the stuff you have to do. And then they're going to immediately email you a result um, that will say whatever. And the cruise lines aren't making money on those tests. They're the same as if you were to buy them on like Amazon or the, or the brand's website or whatever. They're not upcharging on these tests but they're making it easy for you to get them through their website, through the agency's website that you're using, the vendor's website you're using. So get those tests, do the at-home version, save yourself the drama of, you know, getting to the port city and then finding that all the Walgreens are booked and they don't have any appointments available and you have to stress and run around the night, the day of your cruise maybe and try to find or go further out to find one to get a test done. And then you have to make sure you get the results by the certain time and that's a lot of drama you don't need. You're supposed to be going on vacation. You're supposed to be relaxing. So that's not, uh, that's not the way I would recommend doing it. So I would get the at-home test, pay the money up front, just count it right now during this time period uh, as part of your cruise fare because you know you have to do that with all these places, whether you're vaccinated you know, or not, you really have to do this stuff. So just count it as part of your cruise fare for right now and um, go ahead and do that. Um, so that, that's kind of where I wanted to go at. That was number 11 on the list here. And I just wanted to bring that top 11 list to you guys because I've had a lot of people who are still, you know, maybe they're on the fence. Maybe they're starting to get a little more excited to go cruising as things kind of open up and then they start shutting down again and then they open back up again. Um, So these are ways that you can make your next cruise the best time that you can have and you don't have to be as stressed. And these little tips, which aren't really, you know, hard to do, a lot of these um, will save you a lot of aggravation a lot of time and a lot of money so you can focus on enjoying that cruise instead of worrying about it the whole time. So anyway, thanks again for listening to the Jaycation Travel Podcast. This is season two, episode number one. I love all the support. Tell all your friends. Uh, please like and subscribe. Uh, check out our Facebook page. We got a lot of stuff there you can buy, like stickers and different things like that. So if any of that stuff seems good or if you have any direct questions for me, go ahead and uh, you can email me at Jason at the Get Jaycation Travel Podcast um, and send that out to me or Jason at Jaycation.com. We're always here to help you. We want to make your next cruise the best cruise it can possibly be. So without any further ado, season two, episode one's in the books, and we'll see you next week on the Jaycation Travel Podcast. See ya!